Welcome. I'm the Parliament Raven. Welcome. Pull up a seat, pour yourself a cup of tea. My name's Jason Rodriguez, and I'm the Parliament Raven. And I know it's been some time. I just started pulling stuff out of the can and releasing it. Life's been a bit hectic, and sometimes you have these breaks, especially in the Parliament. And just like in real life, the Parliament takes a recess. But we're back. And this episode is kind of near and dear to my heart because I, of course, am a teacher. And this is part of the recovery series. And today we're going to be recovering from bad teaching. What do I mean by bad teaching? There are things we learn from people, parents, teachers, media, cartoons. Uh, These things that are snares and traps or outright lies uh, that we buy into, right? We... uh, grab onto it as a truth, and then as we progress in life, we realize that this truth, given sometimes in the greatest intention, um, becomes stumbling blocks, 10-ton weights, or even uh, they continually cause us trouble like anxiety or depression. Let me give you some examples from my life because why should I even talk about this unless I've been able to face this myself, right? So, uh, for instance, here's some examples. Look, I, I wrote them down. You can hear the paper. Uh, my mom told me that there are no friends, only blood matters. Christians should live in minor, meager life. Uh, I am a loser and no one wants me around. Uh, definitely middle school and high school heard that a few times. If I am a sinner, God can't love me. Oh, man, that's not true at all. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. Well, my response to that is, does a gentleman take you to the desert and leave you to be tempted? (laughs) No, the Holy Spirit's an adventuresome person. We are going to be raptured, and we should not worry about legacy. Ooh, that's a big one. That whole Left Behind series. Man, I bought that to hook, line, and sinker when I was a kid. But after studying it for more than two decades, I, you know, it doesn't look... I mean, we could talk about this, but if Egypt was there through the the all the God's, you know, ten plagues, why would he pull us out in the most righteous, amazing time when he's coming to permanently set up his kingdom? But that's another conversation for another time. These are just some sample things uh, found in Christianity or found in in um, personal life. You know that that you'd hear someone saying you have no value, you're ugly, uh, you smell bad, and and we take it and we we make that into part of ourselves. We believe that as to be a truth, and we bury the gold or the platinum that truly is who we are under this lie or this deception that somehow has taken root, this tree, this bush, this shrubbery, this false house of cards um, that's slowly built up over time. We we build one lie and then another lie is built upon that and another lie until we have this uh, either negative thought or thought pattern, or we believe that we should. I mean, for example, I, there, there's a thing called poverty mindset. You can hear it in coaching. You hear it in theology. Um, 
there's plenty of speakers who go out and they talk about this whole thing, rich dad, poor dad, right? Especially rich dad, poor dad, right? You have this rich dad who has has this mindset of of expanding wealth, and you have this poor dad who talks about you know just this mindset of I trying to make it, making it every day is just fine, rather than trying to go above and beyond. Same thing about like rapture culture. Rapture culture is definitely the same thing, right? Why should we work hard to change the world, to to leave indelible pieces of art, culture, uh, architecture when we're going to be gone? And uh, prior to the 18, late 1800s, that was not a mindset of the church, and it shouldn't be a mindset today. Again, I'm a, I'm a little rabbit trailing here because these are bad teachings, and so bad teachings, I can talk, to try to correct them all day because as a teacher, I want you, Parliament, to believe in the truth and to unravel these lies and, and kind of just set, set them in a trash can and burn them up. So how do we go about doing that, right? There, there are things that we tell ourselves and words that, can, that cause stumbling blocks, right? I, I mentioned that just a minute ago. And so how do we break these, these, these concrete shoes? I mean, that's a good imagery, right? Somebody put our shoes and while we weren't looking poured concrete and just, you know, subtly told, kept our attention and, and right. Either you're, you're weighed down by that or you're sinking uh, underneath the, the sea of emotion that, that we all have inside of us. Uh, So, so how do we know? Like, how do we know we're getting a bad teaching or we have a bad teacher? I mean, that's the first thing, right? We need to look at where did the bad teaching come from, and and then to discern because, as you know, a parliament of ravens, owls, bears, foxes, we need to be wise and and cunning, and know where in ourselves as as well as others. Um, where a bad teaching has occurred so that as people who bring hope and freedom or, or who seek hope and freedom, both, either or, we can help people get there and help ourselves get there, um, not only with the help of, of course, Jesus and God, but also with, with help one another, iron sharpens iron. So we look at the first, the first place we're going to look at is in Matthew and and we're we're gonna look at how do you tell, right? So I, I think there's a good good verse that goes with this um section. Let me I'm pulling it there we go. Matthew seven, sixteen through nineteen. You will recognize them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So every healthy tree bears good fruit. But the diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit will is cut down and thrown into the fire. Right. So this is in reference to, to teachers and their their yoke or their their teachings. And so it, there's definite wisdom in, in knowing that you have value. And, I, you know, uh, I talked about uh, Dan Tacchini and, and 
his uh, group of coaches before on the parliament. And uh, now it's been a year uh, that in which I went through a restorative process where, you know, I the this raven learned that he was believing a lie about his value, right? He thought what this, that he... You know, to just be honest, I thought that value came from others rather than value, that I already had a, a value. And though I had been told from the pulpit, from from spiritual mentors, from fathers, from others, uh, it took 40 years to for it to sink in. 40 years, and it had to be pointed out in an extreme way. And let's hope that, that as you listen, that you don't have to go through that struggle like I did, that this recovery, that this first aid kit can, it, this holistic uh, teaching here that I try to bring you would help you to unravel some of the things you've been told over your life uh so that you can grow beyond being a, a you know a stunted bush into a tree, into a you know into a mighty legacy, right? Because ultimately the 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 things that we leave behind after we leave this world is the impact that reverberates through eternity, right? How God how we allow God to use us and how we. Um, represent the kingdom will reverberate through eternity. And so being healed and, and having the ability to help others go through that healing or to activate that in their lives and in their spiritual walks is, you know, what we're looking at here. And so so how do we recover, right? And, and, I, and I think I kind of rabbit trailed there. But, you know, when someone tells you a lie and it's revealed, it's like you have three choices. You know, anger and emotion come into play, but here are three choices. One, you pickle in it. <laughs> you become a sour uh, person um, who focuses on that and uses that and tries to, and misery loves company, and so you try to bring that misery to others. That's pickling. Two, you ignore the the lie and live in a delusion embracing that lie, right? So you become an award-winning liar to yourself and the rest of the world, Academy Award, and the repercussions of that, of course, uh, is never... Uh, finding that joyous, continually joyous place that you can find living in those beautiful world that God has created. Last but not least, you can forgive the person who taught it. You can let it go and then replace the lie with the truth. And that's hard because once you've walked a path of a lie for quite some time, it takes a while to break that habit of that lie in your life. And I'm talking from personal experience because there's still things I struggle for that I learned uh, going on a year that I struggle with. And I have accountability of my wife. Um, and, I, and I wish I had some more accountability of some of the guys from 
the Revenant retreat that I went to, but they've kind of fallen away. So I got my wife, and I have some other guys that that I've reached out in uh, in my church um, body of believers who help me to break these uh, bad lies or um, things that I developed out of believing those lies, right? There's things that you develop where uh, withdrawing and, and you know, self-reliance that where it parts of life where you need people, you need to reach out your hand. And man, let me tell you, sometimes it's really hard when, especially if people get busy, uh, it's really easy, uh, talking from personal experience, for me to just kind of squirrel away uh, under a rock and, you know, with a with a glass of tea or a cup of tea, depending on the weather, and read a book or, you know, play a video game or watch an anime or a movie. And getting myself out of that pattern has been a process. And still, even right now, as we currently are speaking, even though I've disappeared from the parliament for a while, people have disappeared from communication with me and I'm reaching out and that's something I normally wouldn't do, right? And those habits were developed while in those lies. So replacing those takes time. So be free to know that it's okay to fail and get back up, to reach out and say, hey, I'm struggling with this or even to continually, you know, work on knowing the truth, repeating the truth to yourself, right? Because truth heard continually will, just like deception, will take root in one's mind and in one's heart. So uh, the obvious shortcut uh, to this, my listeners, is, of course, found in Romans 12, too. And I've mentioned this before, but it's always better repeating when it comes from the Word because the spiritual kingdoms, truths, which can be found in other words in coaching and in counseling, um, should sink in. Think about this. Do not be conformed to this world, these thoughts, the media, your own mind, but be transformed through renewing, right? Reprogramming, replacing what's in your mind that by testing you may discern that it is with the will of God and the will of God is for, for his children to be in relationship with him and his children to be successful. And, and, and when we talk about, when I mention success, it's not just money-wise, being a successful father, being a successful teacher, being a successful business person. Success comes in a myriad of ways, folks. It's not this, it, it, it's a large, when you're a parent, it's a very large scope. Success, it has a very large, flexible scope. So, to discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Let me repeat that. The will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Wow. Mm, that's just good stuff. That's good wisdom to take away. Remember, it takes time, right? 
I, I, and I want to keep repeating that. And remember, it takes time. Um, sometimes you need to reach out. You can talk about it in your Instagram posts. You can talk about it TikTok. You can talk about it on a chat board. Uh, what do those look like now? Um, Reddit, I guess. But you need to replace lies with the truth. You need to go about it. And he who has the truth will be set free. And so, and here I'm bringing it all back. Of course, I will bring it all back always to the Savior of the universe, who's the embodiment of truth, the word, the knowledge, the power of the universe. Uh, I think they call the Catholics, I'm a bit rusty, call them the Theotokos. Jesus Christ, ladies and gentlemen, will always help you recover or bring you back to that place of shalom or perfect peace or reset of mind, of wholeness. So here's my challenge to you. Discern. Look. Take a deep look in the mirror at the challenges you're facing and see if there's a lie that you have believed. Uh, you Could be you don't have any truth. Could be, oh, well, here's a favorite, that you'll never win the lottery. I mean, the chances are small, but I, when you had a whole theological class on that, you know that's bad theolog theology, you know. Um, uh, you could just believe that y where you're at is good enough and you can never get to the next spot. And maybe you're happy with it, but maybe you're, you're not happy and you're pretending you are. Take a good hard look. Take a challenge. And I will hear back from you or... At least you'll hear back from me next time. So pour yourself another cup of tea, and I'll see you soon. Like, subscribe, leave a good comment. Thanks for visiting the Parliament. If you want to know about Gravitas Coaching, please visit gravitas.co. It's also where we host the Parliament. Last but not least, the intro and outro music credits. Intro music by Russ Budgen and outro music by Sardam Aravistov.